every single person. I mean, I'm not lying. Every <laughs> single person that would see us sitting together on one desk, they're like, you do know that there's another desk there, right? <laughs> yeah, we know. We're like, yeah, we know. <laughs> we are like people that like to, to say hello to everybody, good morning to everybody. If yes. you get into an elevator, you're gonna say hello to every person in the elevator. Hello and welcome to The Full Story, USA Today's podcast that goes behind the scenes in journalism. I'm Jim Lenahan. And I'm Shannon Ray Green. This is a show about how storytellers do their work. So far we've had episodes on this podcast that took us to places across the country and even around the globe. That's right, Jim. But up until now, we've only been talking to American journalists about how they cover the news. For a fresh perspective, I interviewed two international journalists from Latin America, Celia Camacho and Maria Lourdes Hercules. Nice pronunciations. <laughs> uh, it was uh, great that you did that because these were two journalists selected as part of a program to work in our USA Today newsroom for about a month. Maria Lourdes is from Guatemala, and Celia is from Nicaragua, and both work for TV stations in their home countries. Yes, it was so cool to get the chance to talk to them. Our interview discussed the biggest differences between the culture, style, and news-gathering approach at their newsrooms and that of those in our newsroom here at USA Today. Here is that interview. Since you're both in TV newsrooms, have you seen a lot of your colleagues experimenting with Facebook Live video? No, I don't. Back home? Back home. No. No, that's... Has it not exploded there no, yet? Because it, it is very recent right now. That, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's just yeah. been only a month, yeah, really, that it's it exploded is, in America. Yeah, and actually, when we came, it was like the... And it was our first experience, <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. It, it is amazing how the audience is getting used to to consume these products, this Facebook Live, for example. Yeah. In Nicaragua, it's, it's something... It's funny, and um, the the trends on so and how to do social media is more. It's being more kind of pushed by bloggers and public figures that have a lot of bigger audiences in social media, and they are the ones being kind of like the people starting to use these things. Uh, for example. Um, with Snapchat, it was just a group of kind of influencers from that are bloggers or public figures that started using it. And then when it started being popular amongst them, then the newsrooms and the like the big uh, newspapers and uh, TV shows, TV networks started getting their accounts and starting using it. And they're still figuring it out. They're, they're still not really doing it the way it should be. I think everybody is still figuring out how to do news for Snapchat or, or those kind of things. And with Facebook Live, it was one of the newest things that we saw here in, 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 in our internship. And we were learning with you guys too. So right now what I have seen in Nicaragua, none of the traditional networks have done it. Any Anyone, no one has done it yet. But yeah, I've seen maybe two or three influencers in Nicaragua do it just for like to say hi to their fans or just to like show a raffle that they're doing with products that they're selling and, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but not as a journalistic tool, no, for example. not as a journalistic tool, not yet. 
but it might just start being a thing in journalist as a journalistic tool maybe like in a few months when they start seeing that it's it's being done yeah um i have gotten i i did one actually maybe four or five days ago and uh then i started getting questions from people in pr and like from nicaragua it's like so how do you do it so how does usa today does it do it like what how do the microphones work and, and this and that and i'm like <laughs> So they're seeing what we're doing, and, and it so is going to cool. pick up, I think. That's it, really cool. Yeah. So you're already getting feedback from yeah, lots of colleagues. I am. Sure. How has that been? It's funny. It's it's it's, it's just like I, I can't wait to go back and kind of like yeah. talk about all the ideas that I have. Um, I think Lourdes is like really eager to go back to Guatevision and kind of yeah. tell them all the ideas you have. <laughs> yeah, to all the social... Oh, well, not it's not a big team, but to the social media team look, we have to do this and this, and they are doing these important things, and I think we can apply it for maybe not everything, but a lot of things that we can, uh, yeah, copy to Guatemala, and I think that was the main um the main goal of this project, of this program. So mm -hmm. that's really cool. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I think uh, we wanted to get out of it, too. So I think USA Today has been learning so much from the two of you as well. So it's really been a good experience. Um, so what surprised you with uh, observing how USA Today employees gather and tell the news? Hmm. I don't know if anything surprised me on how they give the news maybe i was um kind of not surprised but like i was wowed of how they divide um one kind of one story into different different platforms and different audiences yeah. and how they just make it work as a different product and how they make it work for different audiences and, and platforms so i was like okay so that's how it works but I was m mostly surprised and impressed on how open USA Today has been with the two of us as interns. We never thought that they were going to allow us to write anything, publish anything, maybe collaborate and like, oh, yeah, do this research and then we'll write it. But no, it was like so open. They let us write it. They let us publish it. They let us do video and they interviewed us. You are interviewing us. So like how open you guys have been and really willing to teach us and be mentors. That's what I was mostly surprised. Yeah, I, I think the same. Um, we are really, really surprised about uh, all the things you let us do and <laughs> all, well, the other persons that are part of this program are also surprised and they ask us, wow, how they let you do interviews, videos, and uh, publish some some articles. And, well, that's an important fact. But the other one is I am surprised about how the same uh, news has a lot of journalistic products. For example, if I search something in the website of USA Today, I'm going to find a video, an article. So is there anything that you you will miss the most about being in our newsroom? The people. <laughs> yeah, the definitely people. the people that we've worked with. It's been so great. It's been so nice. In my case, just like 
how dynamic my days have been with changing from one store to the other. I'm not used to that. Um, uh, it's been a while since I'm not on a TV show, and I've been working mostly in production and stuff right now and just kind of making, um, uh, working on the project of my TV show, but it still has not aired. So um, I'm going to miss that, you know, that dynamic feeling of changing, of, of switching from one store to the other, and obviously every single person that we've worked with here. Each day was so different, yeah. and we could learn uh, a lot of things. One day we were with the international news, uh, the other day we were with, uh, I don't know... Animal poaching. Animal poaching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we had the opportunity to do and to be in a lot of activities in, in this media. So. Yeah. Um, so this question... Um, you may not want to answer, but is there something that you envy about the way we do news storytelling here in the States? Um, and what do you think is silly about the way that we <laughs> work on the news? Definitely nothing silly about it. I can't think of one silly thing. Um, I can I can think of fun moments and uh, moments that we were just goofing around and that's actually part of the job and I think it should still be done like that <laughs> what I envy um, is that I wish we had all the resources that um, the United States has not only USA Today but as a country there's a lot of more resources and um, everything is just more modern and goes faster here and works faster um, so that's what I envy and that I would I wish that we had all that technology and 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 yeah, basically the technology and the resources in Nicaragua to do it. Um, so I'm gonna. The last question I'm going to ask you is one I I try to ask with every interview I do. Um, is there something that you think people should know that you wish people understood about your perspective and where you both are coming from? Um, is there anything that you think people should know about you being international journalist, um, <laughs> especially from? Uh, Guatemala and Nicaragua um, that you think people in Los Estados Unidos <laughs> to know more about? To know more about... Mm. Like something that maybe is lost on us, something that we don't understand or something that you wish people in general would know. Well, it's first of all, we are not part of Mexico. We are <laughs> Central America. Right. We are different countries. Uh, most of the people in the United States doesn't know where we are <laughs> so that's the first thing and well we are um, countries that we are countries that are trying to do our best we are journalists that are trying to do important things to our society because that's the reason to be a journalist. Yeah, um, in my case, I think it's the situation that each country has, and um, I'm, I'm, I, and I will repeat um, the internet penetration and the resources and the technology. And since we have not had that as much as it's it's it is here in the United States, then obviously the audiences are not as familiar with these technologies. So it's everything is a lot slower and everything is more basic. And um, the way we work, um, I mean, we're very professional. We're very good at what we do and, and in a traditional way. And we are, we have modern um, ideas and we do have 
obviously. I mean, I, I don't want to portray Nicaragua or Guatemala as like being countries that are not modern, but w- just the culture, the culture is, is a little bit more in the traditional way. So we work a little bit slower than how it works here. And um, I wish everybody would understand that to see that it's not about being um, less professional or not. It's just like the pace where how we we do things and how technology allows us to do it. Um, but we are um, countries that are that are full of um, great people, great talents, and uh, full of culture and uh, with a lot of we're very ingenious on how to do things because we don't have that technology or we can't grab things out of the store. So we have to create ourselves the solutions. And we are very ingenious because of that. That leads to a lot of innovation, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. And it is it is not just to make copy-paste to our countries. It is to know more about the way uh, you're doing the things and try to... to Adapt. Yeah, adapt. To, adapt to, to our like, society. Exactly. Yes. So I know I said that was going to be the last question, but I thought of one more. Um, <laughs> what do you think would be a great lesson for American news companies to learn from Central American news organizations and that you hope that you leave with us? I don't know. Maybe that part of the being ingenious um being uh, able to come up with solutions without relying on technology and without relying necessarily on getting it in a store or something just like i don't know maybe that um but i'm not really sure if this is it this is the answer but yeah i think um um not sure really We're very passionate about what we do, and we do it the way we are able to do it. And I think that's, I think, one of the biggest lessons is just, like, these are passionate people that really want to do their best and um, are going to do it no matter what. And it doesn't mean, it doesn't matter if they don't have the tools or the technology as we have it in the United States, but they are doing their best, and they're very professional, and, and, and they're passionate about what they're doing. I think it's, like, the passion that we have about what we do, uh, like with what we do, one of the most important things that we would like f- to portray here in the United States. Yeah, we are still a baby, but we are growing. <laughs> and uh, the situation is not easy because we have around a lot of corruption, a lot of economic problems, a lot of techno- technological problems. And it is not easy, but it is not impossible. <laughs> and journalists are working hard to... Yes. Yes, get all that information out to everyone, I'm sure. Um, when I think of Central America, I think of um, people who put their families first um, and are very kind, always want to have long conversations, always want to <laughs> stop over and say hello, and um, just like very friendly and hospitable. Um, that's at least what I've experienced from yeah. well, with that, in that America. What you've with that that you're saying, it's 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 funny because what we've noticed here, for example, is that in Nicaragua and I think in Guatemala as well. I'm not sure, but in Nicaragua, we take our time to have lunch. Yes, we take a little bit slower. I mean, we we give ourselves time. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
you might see this as a good thing or as a bad thing. I mean, are you being productive if you take a long lunch or are you not being productive? What, what's more important? And that's where, you know, what, you're, mm. what you were saying comes, comes along, that we give it a lot of imper- importance to kind of share with people and, like, give ourselves some time to rest. It's amazing. So we give ourselves an hour of lunch. I've seen here that people give themselves 20 minutes at the most. Or less, yeah. Or less. Or they're <laughs> eating in their, uh, like, on their desk. Yes. So usually we take an hour. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, this is a funny experience we had in these three weeks because, yeah, we are like people that like to to say hello to everybody, good morning to everybody. If yes. you get into an elevator, you're gonna say hello to every person in the elevator, and the, it is something that doesn't happen here. And we like to be closer to the people. Like, oh, and, yeah. and, and it was uh, something funny here because there were two desks in the newsroom and and Owen, who was who is the international editor, gave us one desk to each one. And we didn't want to, to use both. We want to use the same desk <laughs> and be closer because we are not used to be so so far from mm-hmm. each other so and it is yeah. yeah and it's funny because every single person i mean i'm not lying every <laughs> single person that would see us sitting together on one desk they're like you do know that there's another desk there right <laughs> yeah we know we're like yeah we know <laughs> and like at least eight people on the first day asked us like you do know that there's another desk there? we're like yeah we want to work together we want to <laughs> be able to chit chat and like kind of like talk to each other and tell us you know just help each other out yeah. and then we were in the dc bureau and they gave and us we did the same desk. <laughs> and then we like <laughs> lourdes just left her desk and came to mine and we're just working on <laughs> from the same computer yeah. and, then, and then singer comes paul, paul singer right. comes to us and he's like you do know that i gave you each one a desk <laughs> we're like yeah but we'd like to work together so it's like everybody yeah latinos yeah. are like that we'd like to be close to each other yes but there's not it's that's a big difference be- between the latinos um in the united states there's a lot of um they, they give a lot of importance to the personal space and uh in in the in us latinos don't have that we yeah. will <laughs> make a line and like be on top of each other yeah and like yeah and then and that's that's just like we're warmer people i don't know yeah <laughs> i've heard about have you heard about the personal bubble no. So that's about the personal space. So yeah. it's like if in America, if you get up in someone's personal bubble, like if you get cl- too close to them. And it's funny because it comes up with podcasting mm-hmm. that, you know, the microphone needs to be, I, I usually say three finger lengths, almost mm-hmm. like you're saying, shh, mm-hmm. you know, you should have three finger lengths. That's how close the mic should be to your mouth. Yeah. And so if you're a reporter and you're holding up a mic that close to someone's mouth, <laughs> like typically, especially in America, you need to say, I'm about to get into your personal bubble. Like, uh-huh. I'm going to get into your space. But oh. it's just so that I can hold the mic up. Because uh-huh. it alarms people. And yeah. you'll find that, like, when you're trying to, like, hold the mic up, that people will continually back away and back away. <laughs> but it's just like, please, I'm sorry, my hand's right here. But it's just, it's a culture thing. And, it's a cultural yeah. thing. Um, and yeah. I think it's, it's uh, I don't know, I've always... Um, I've always met, admired like um, the Latin American culture and how how much it is 
about people first and about making friendships and long lasting relationships and loving family. Um, and even you can hear it in the dialect sometimes when it's like, mi vida, mi todo, mi amor. You know, it's just like, we don't really say my love, my life, my everything. We don't say that in English, you know, like, I mean, we'll say like, you mean so much to me or I love you so much. But that just like that's just in the dialect. Yes. You can hear it that like it's just all about people. Yeah. And I love that, you know. I had a, um, a neighbors from Colombia um, when I was growing up in high school in Tucson. And if we went over and didn't say hi to every single person, and they would always have a lot of people <laughs> over. So, you know, so we'd go over and see the family. Yeah. And if we didn't, like, say, you know, saludos, like, saludos, saludos, um, it was it was not nice, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's very sweet. Like, I think it's very beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think that's something that Americans should learn from <laughs> yeah, Central from America. Our, I think we, we came to the right answer. Wasn't that touching? I really learned a lot from getting the chance to really speak with them. Wasn't that cool? Yeah, very nice. And I love to learn about other cultures, so it's oh, yeah. great to see how they do their work. I have to thank my mom for encouraging me to learn Spanish at a young age and even get a minor in Spanish at college. It's been quite a few years since I've practiced frequently, but thanks to the help of Lourdes and Celia, we have a version of this interview in Spanish. You should be able to find that episode where you found this one, probably on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or iTunes. Bravo. Is that right? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Our thanks to Maria Lourdes and Celia for sharing what they've learned while working closely with our colleagues and what we can learn from them. We will certainly miss them here in the office. I'm Jim Lenahan. And I'm Shannon Ray Green. We'll be back with more stories about journalism throughout 2016 on The Full Story. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening.